You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is Aiden Koch. Um, her book is The Whale from Gaze Books. I guess it's the inaugural Gaze Books book? It is. It is. First one. Even though uh, publisher Blaise Larmé um, had just published his own book, which the name of it totally jumping out of my head. Young okay. Lions. Young Lions, yes. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Blaze. Uh, <laughs> so I found it interesting that he, you know, published that book and then started Gay's Books. Yeah. I mean, I think he's kind of encompassing young lines under Gay's, but not official. <laughs> not to the tax man. There we go. Um, <laughs> and so this, I guess, is your most ambitious effort to date? Yeah, definitely the longest most continuous narrative I've done. Now, from what I understand, you finished art school in 2009. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your 
kind of area of interest that you focused on while in art school? Um, my degree is in illustration, but I feel like when I kind of came out of art school, I was like, that's the last thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my thesis project even, um, I did a collaborative thesis with my best friend who's a designer, and we, um, we ended up kind of doing like a fashion show performance in a book. So it was just like not drawing at all. I just made these crazy costumes and we went out to all these different locations and did photo shoots and built this set for it all and made sound pieces and yeah, (laughs) kind of on a different track. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Why did you go to art school? What was your interest? Um, Did you know you wanted to do comics going into it or... When did comics jump in for you? Um, I think I I ended up going to art school just because I was looking at a whole bunch of different schools in the Portland area. And when I was with my parents, they're actually um, both artists. So when we were looking at the different schools and I was like, well, I think I kind of want to do art. um, They were just like, this has to be the place. Like the facilities were the best. The teachers were the best. um, The work we saw coming out of the school was the most inspiring. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, don't, you know, don't try and make it a, a larger, you know, university. Just, if you want to focus on this, this is the place. Um, and I think, I didn't get into comics until, I guess maybe early in my first year there. Because um, in the illustration program at the time, it was, Probably a lot of people in their kind of like later 20s, like transfer students, who actually were all way into comics, <laughs> like drawing tons of character designs all the time and like, you know, bringing books into class and sharing them all. And I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. What are you guys into? This is weird. Okay. Um, and just like hanging out with them, especially they started a comics collective. Um, then my friend B.T. Livermore kind of headed... Um, and he does really fun work. Um, and so I started going to like these comics meetings and trying to put some stuff together and uh, got really into self-publishing and screen printing for a little while. But the style that I was doing then was totally, totally different from now. What kind of work? Was, um, people have occasionally run into them around because I, I was really into just getting work out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ones about these like little elves, ones about this bear that smoked a lot of weed and like just wacky bright <laughs> things. <laughs> they were all like kind of just joke comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's alright. And then yeah, you know, it's a great, it's a fun phase to go through, and it kind of helps get you disciplined, but, yeah, I had, like, a big artistic shift, maybe, like, in the middle of my junior year or something, and, like, stopped doing comics and started just trying to draw from life, and I made a lot of zines, and that's the stuff that really ended up going into my practice now. Mm-hmm. What kind of art do your parents do? Um, 
my God, he did a lot of screen painting and ceramics all through college. Um, and he's finally kind of getting back into drawing and painting. Um, he does a lot of work with like Sumi ink. Um, and my mom has always been like a crafter. Um, she she goes through funny phases all the time with just like um, making like a hundred or like three hundred pinch pots, and then doing like all this fused glass work and just whatever she feels like. It's really it's great. <laughs> so, what was it? about your current style that felt comfortable for you? Um, I think it was just more tapping into what I had going on in my personal life. I mean, that was kind of what my zines were about, which is like, oh, I was going through like really angsty, um, emotional phases and needed a good outlet for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so that, I mean, since then, it's been trying to create things that are less about me specifically, mm -hmm. um, but still kind of drawing on aspects of, you know, my environment or the things I see around where I am. I do feel like there is a certain emotional rawness and immediacy in some of the work, especially uh, warmer. Yeah the mini yeah. comic um that one is it basically just done in a moleskin or yeah it was just pencil drawings in a moleskin that I tore out and photocopied um how does that immediate process work for you as far as like being able to just pump it right in there um I actually can't work on that type of paper anymore which is really strange. I've tried, and for some reason, I just hate the drawings that I do now. But, um, but I still like it's always has to be paper that I can like kind of take around with me. I guess mm -hmm. I just like kind of thicker, smoother paper now. But usually, like that same tone. I think it's the tone of that paper that you know is just kind of creamy, that is so nice to work with, and pencil looks really good on it. But yeah, I mean, I would just like, for warmer especially, a lot of that was directly from like coffee shops that I was working. Just like little scenes and clips from around me and like using my computer to do like photo booth pictures of myself in different poses <laughs> and blog them there and just being like, oh, I hope people don't see this and think it's really weird. <laughs> um, I was looking kind of around at what you have and it does seem like there's no one set particular format you want to work in like you seem to have yeah. a lot of a lot of video work I noticed and I'm curious yeah. is that something you're still working on not as much um, I'm definitely I am so interested in like incorporating animation um, but I think I've, as far as, like, having an art career goes, I kind of just keep my fingers in everything because you never know what's going to come up mm -hmm. and what skill sets you might need. And, I mean, I don't know 
what I'll be doing in 10 or 15 years. So just staying active and interested in everything. Is it more pragmatic creativity? Um, no, it's, I mean, part of it too is just like, I get really intensely into projects. So when those are over, it's like, I need to do something totally different, but I need to do something or I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. So like, I have to just keep the projects going, but it kind of jumps around. So like, I, lately I've been really into doing pottery. So I, I like made 30 pots or something a month ago. And now I'm like, okay, I can lay off that for a little bit. Let's do some more comments. <laughs> um, how did you get connected with Blaze at first? Um, I think I think it must have been Jason Lavian from Floating World Comics, mm -hmm. the shop in Portland. Because um, he has been always just amazing and supportive. And whenever I'd go in there, it would be like, hey, have you heard of this person? Have you looked up this stuff? Hey, you should get in contact with these people. Um, and so I know that he he showed me that um, the big color book that Blaze had put out. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's just untitled. The one about the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the time, I, I had thought that he was still living in New York, but I emailed him anyways and just like, hey, would you be interested in trading? I'm really, I like your work. Let's talk about it. Um, but he had just moved back to Portland, so not long after we met up, had coffee, and just talked about everything, and that was that. It sounds like there's kind of a creative consciousness there among friends. I, I've heard, or it sounds like, with, like, Jason Overby. Does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, I think we just, yeah, we see something in each other's work that's connecting. And it's, yeah, when we, like, whenever I talk with them, I definitely feel like we're on the same page about what we're interested in and like where we see comics and where we fit in and like what areas we're like trying to diversify into um so I think through that just kind of like you know there's there's tons of comic artists here but with a lot of them I'm like oh I don't feel like I fit in with them mm -hmm. I don't know but yeah with Blaze and Jason definitely I think we kind of understand what's going on with each other. Um, in your uh, MOM um, kind of bio, it says, interested in the progressive and experimental nature of the medium. Um, what do you see as progressive and experimental? Um, more than anything, like just being through art school and actually in Portland, I, I guess I I kind of hang out with a lot of artists that are more, um, I don't know, I hang out like with performance artists or people into just like contemporary and abstract paintings and sculpture. And when I look at comics, I see it as this medium that is only just now breaking out into all, all these possibilities. Mm -hmm. 
um, and it's so there's so many ways that it can go that haven't been explored yet and so I think that that is just so exciting because um, when you look at a lot of other mediums they've kind of you know they've gone through those phases um, they've there's a lot of areas where you're like oh man it's already been done there's all these things that have kind of already been done what what do you do but with comics there's not I don't get that feeling at all there's like only more new things you can do what do you see as a new thing that you want to see done what would you um, like or is there some kind of like overarching uh, attempt that you want to make not there's nothing that I feel like I I'm like not foreshadowing or like don't have some grand vision for the future I just see it as kind of a progressive movement mm-hmm. with like yeah with all the different artists who are kind of slowly getting into that where they're figuring out new ways of constructing comics like every, like paying attention to those and communicating with those processes and and like just building upon that I yeah like I feel like it's a really it's happening really naturally Leading a new to mix As the people are running The hair is just a bow As she neatly wipes her lips The reporters pick up their pads and pens As they rush to the scene And the cameras wink on the gory views Of the editors with glean Putting on the makeup She glances at the clock Next she paints her nails the train has collided, the driver didn't stop as she slips into the scales. The reporters pick up their pads and pens as they rush to the scene. And the cameras wink on the gory views of the editors with gleam. Looking for a parking, she finds him in a shoe, lift the magazines from the floor. That long ago mystery has revealed another clue as she quickly shuts the door. The reporters pick up their pads and pens as they rush to the scene. And the cameras wink on the gory views of the editors with gleam. But what makes the work diverse, or what makes comics diverse for you? Um, I mean, there's even just like there's so many different genres to work in, because um, you have kind of like the classic comic book style and interest, um, and like from the illustration class that I was in, I ended up. I mean, I left that collective because I was kind of feeling 
like my yeah my interests were diverging from that specific group because um, they were also more into not necessarily like superhero comics but they came more from that that type of background um, and were into like a lot of stuff that Oni puts out you know mm-hmm. um, almost manga manga esque but like kind of new American manga esque work yeah um, yeah and like that. It's like for me thinking about that world it's so I don't know it at all I'm like I can't like it's a huge industry um, that also is part of this this term comics um, and then looking at just you know diary comics looking at biographic and autobiographic comics um, yeah historical work it's it's kind of just insane how many different pockets there are and especially when you go like the bigger conventions, you see, you kind of just see the mix of it and go like, oh my God, what? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know where to start here. With your own comics, um, the whale, kind of looking at that, are you kind of, is it a, uh, what's the term? Kind of like a catharsis a bit with it? like working out past issues or just kind of running through ideas? Yeah, I think there was kind of a, I mean, there was just kind of a technical thing to it that I wanted to get out of just doing a longer piece um, and just being like, I, you know, I want to know that I can make something that's, 60, 70 pages. That's just a, a barrier I need to break. Um, but also with with the narrative and with the imagery of it, um, that was really directly influenced from my situation at the time, um, which was when I started it. I was living back in Olympia, Washington, um, like a block from the Puget Sound. And that's an environment that you know I know really well, and I, I feel like there's a... a deep kind of connection with it and just being in that landscape kind of um, you know it's it's really soothing in a way Mm -hmm. but also it's like I would go kayaking a lot and be like oh my god I can just imagine like I'm this little speck in this big blue expanse like if you're looking from space you're just you know, you can pinpoint where you are because you're out in the open. And that is also mildly terrifying. So it's kind of just, yeah, it, taking a look at that that environment and trying to see how how another character kind of would be interacting with it. It, it definitely, like, being in Vancouver, I definitely get that, um, that Pacific Northwest feel. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like the Puget Sound and that whole region has such, um, yeah, a very specific feeling to it. That's even different from down here, I think. Now you've started doing stuff for Moam. Um, yeah. Something in the book twenty, but I don't think you. Do you have anything in the latest one or no? I can't remember. I don't think so. No, just in 20. Just in 20. Um, tell me about the one, the story in 20. Is it 
kind yeah. of a continuation of some sorts of some of the the feelings of the whale um not not exactly it still feels quite lonely <laughs> well, it was funny because with that, I was thinking towards the end of it, I was like, oh, I could make this something that feels sad, but I wasn't interested in having the, like, female character be rejected at the end. Yeah. So I put in that, you know, that last little page. It's kind of like, oh, she's going to see this person later. Who knows? It's it's more of a, um, perhaps a spark of something new that could be exciting for her life you don't really know well it seems like more of the excitement is the uh the friendship in the story as well yeah yeah well part of that actually was just um i was inspired from a a story i'd read recently by flannery o'connor that was um it was a little bit different but it was kind of about this um old man who was living in an apartment who would just stare at this plant that was across the way every day and so it's kind of I, I've been reading a lot of short stories and drawing things off of that um, and just thinking about stylistic approaches to storytelling in that way um, but yeah <laughs> um where do you see your comic? Do you have like any stuff coming out in the next while that you're working on, or where you see yourself going with your comics? Yeah, I have um, I have some stuff coming up in some anthologies. Um, I also have just a zine that I'm putting out with um, Kawagumi Press, um, which is a French publisher. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited about working with them. But, um, yeah, Jason Levian from Floating World has been, you know, he's been doing the Diamond comics, um, but he's also hoping to put out more of a, um, <clears throat> like, a digest style, like, almost Archie size, that's going to be, like, full-color, massive little book. Oh, nice. Uh, like an yeah, anthology? So that, yeah, with a ton of different artists. So I've been trying to get something together for that. And then, those diamond comics are amazing. He does a does a great oh, job I with it. So good. So yeah, this is going to be really exciting to see. Especially yeah, because it's going to be all color. I can't wait. <laughs> Me neither. It'll probably be a while. Yeah. Well, he was hoping he was attempting to have something out by Stumptown or to have that out by Stumptown, but I think that you know. That's tough. That's very tough. And you also have work in the Study Group 12 anthology? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I talked to Zach about that ages ago. Cause, you know, it, got, it got put off a couple times. So the piece in it is actually kind of older, but it was great to actually see it totally done and in print. And it's so cool. With it's the, such a good book. With the purple coloring? to the artwork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He did such a good Turned job really with well. the aesthetic. No, I love it. Let's uh, check <laughs> it out, folks. Study Group 12, Book 4. Mm -hmm. I think there's like eight pages that are still screen or something crazy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zach. 
and so he are can you. handle it. Yeah, he's a tough boy. He's from mm-hmm. Alabama. Um, what other? Do you have any other stuff coming out in Mome? Not anytime soon. Um, that is hopefully something I'll get to this year again. Because when I did the piece for it before, it was actually uh, like right after I'd been talking with Eric Reynolds, and he was like, "You should do something, submit to Mo." And I was like, "Okay," and then did that piece like in one week and <laughs> submitted it. <laughs> That's pretty so I quick. I need to get back there again. Yeah, I was unemployed. I think. Uh that would that would do it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find yourself able to focus on comics for a while, or do you kind of need to switch it up? Like you're talking about earlier, where you're working on pottery for a while and then changing it. Right now, I'm really feeling comics. Yeah. I really need like, yeah, some more projects going. Um, oh yeah, actually, oh, I'm uh, in the middle of one really big project that I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, me, the, um, I've been talking a lot with this um, Finnish artist, Jaco Palasvuo. Uh, and he he just has a piece up now on the on the gay site oh, that he okay. did, but him and I have started a like a correspondence project we've been doing uh, that's basically like writing letters to each other but in comic form. Uh, so like every yeah so like every couple days, like he'll send me some pages and I'll respond with some more comic pages. And we've been going back and forth for a couple weeks now. I think we were we were talking about compiling it into a book, but we might actually start a blog first and then put that out there. So that might come up really soon, just as like a works in progress kind of blog where we're just putting up these pages, we're writing back and forth. That sounds fantastic. It's really fun, and it actually... Like we've talked about and just it's made us work so much more to know that there's someone on that other end who's waiting. Or, you know, when you get these pages and you're like, Oh my god, I wanna respond to these specific things that they've kinda loosely talked about. There seems it's, to be, uh, especially in Finland, a lot of commonalities between the artwork you're doing and that's coming out of there. Between so. what? But as far as like commonalities in your artwork, between a lot of the stuff that I've seen coming out of Finland and Scandinavia, yeah. it's kind yeah. of interesting. Like, was that something you had seen before, or kind of kind of um, coming into a mutual? It's stuff that I yeah I've kind of slowly been coming across. I mean, I've actually me like I've known Yako's work for quite a while. Like, I think we've been Flickr friends for maybe three, two or three years. Uh, but but then, yeah, like, coming across Amanda Vahamaki's work for the first time was just really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, this is what I want to see. I want, like, where are her books? I need them. Um, yeah, and, like, getting a hold of issues of Cootie Cootie. It's yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about maybe figuring out how to go over there and just see see what's going on firsthand. And I mean, Austin English is living over there right mm-hmm. now, too. And I'd love to talk to him more about what he has seen and what 
what he feels like is going on. It's interesting. His work has taken in a really odd shift since he's been over there, too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's great. It's got, it seems a little more visceral now. Yeah, I think... Well, because it seems like he's mostly... Because he's doing um, printmaking at his school there. Oh, okay. I think doing, he's been doing a lot of etchings. And, I mean, just that process probably can totally affect the way you're looking at the, the like, shapes and lines that you're making. But, yeah, I um, I think his his book should be coming out fairly soon with Sparkplug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we posted some pages on the on the Inkstead's website actually for oh, uh, for a little diary entry he did. Ooh. So, yeah, that's that's the stuff I was thinking of. I'd seen that looked really like rough and tough. So, yeah. He is a fantastic thinker on comics. Love He's that amazing. kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Aiden, thank you for uh taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, of course. I much appreciate it.